What's good with it? So, here's some encouragement for you. Don't get caught up in what people say when they express a certain type that they're into, type of individual, type of look, demographic, race, age, any of that. All right? To simplify what I'm saying, game outweighs type. Being fly transcends preference. I just made that up sound good, didn't it? But that's the real. Sometimes you just weren't fly enough. Think about it. If someone is caught up in an individual that they meet in the presence, they snatch the air out of the room when they come in. The look, the wonder, who is it? What do they do? How do they sound? All that good stuff. When they get a chance to meet this individual, with this powerful presence that says that there's somebody that's alluring, do you think that 100% of the people that individual meets will decline them because they're going to pull out some checklist, some rationalized, okay, but does it meet XYZ criteria are you between the age of 25 and 27? Because I don't want anyone younger than me. And and is it uh, a certain race? Where are your parents from? I doubt it, man. 100% of people will not do that because they are caught up in what they see. They are caught and swept up by the visual, the effect. Now, if you open your mouth and water yourself down, that could cost you. If you are playing dress up and your character and integrity is not as fly as your look, that could cost you. And a reversal of that, you can have incredible integrity. You can really stand on something, be somebody, have a, a crisp, pristine mouthpiece. But if your look is not, not up to par on that particular day, it could cost you. So you don't want to get caught slipping. One of the first dating and relationship books I read which I don't know that I finished it. But I mostly read through this one. There were two books I bought at the same time. I believe it was from Target. It was Steve Harvey. One was Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady. I believe that was the title. I bought that. And another one he had called Straight talk, no chaser. 
Now, I started with the Straight Talk No Chaser. I know the other one was more popular as far as in the time. And, but the Straight Talk No Chaser, he had a piece in there where he was speaking to females saying, you don't want to catch your potential ideal match when you are off your game. So he was saying there were older females around him when he grew up who made it a point to fix themselves up before they leave the house, even if they're going to the store right quick. Because the world doesn't care whether you're going to the store right quick. If potential and opportunity is right there, you can't sit there and describe all that to that person. That doesn't sound appealing. Yeah, you know, I would have looked nice, but so don't let someone you would deal with or want to deal with catch you on your off day and it just so happens some sloppy joint happened to be on point that day. She coming from somewhere important. (laughs) And her look is stronger, so much stronger on that particular day that it kind of blows you away. Even if any and everything about you is a little bit flyer than that person, all we have to go by is that initial first meeting. You don't want to get caught like that. And it can happen. It's happened to all of us, you know. So jazz up, spice up, clean up, whatever you are stepping out in. So often, and it's mental too, because number one, you'll start to qualify yourself if you're older and you feel uncomfortable about it. And the same if you're younger and feel uncomfortable about it. And you got to stand on it. When somebody asks how old you are, you got to own it 100%. You know, it needs to be an amazing, alluring thing that you're young and carry yourself so mature. It has to be an amazing thing that most people can't pull off or a feature that most people don't have when you are older and you maintain yourself so greatly. But you carry yourself with a youthful spirit, but that serious gravitas, you know? It has to be a feature other people don't match. And this, I thought about yesterday as an artist. I was in the studio for the first time in maybe a couple years. And a guy comes in and asks me how long I've been doing this. Well... The guy I was recording with was only 18, so I assume the other guy could be youngish like that. Essentially, as long as you've been alive, you know what I mean? I didn't say it that way. I just said since 2002 was my first session. So I've been in and out of different phases where I was recording a lot, where I had situations where it was convenient to record, and I had pockets when it was not convenient. I done had so many styles and done so many different genres and types and styles and 
of music. And I had to understand how that works in my favor every time I record or every time I market. That always has to be there and it has to be a feature for me. So it's mental. What do I mean by that? Essentially, there could be a hot 20-year-old that comes out and is cooking hot. His single does well. He can have several singles getting millions of views. But what works in my favor with something he can never be is 40 plus. You can't have him when he was 20, 22. You can't have him when he's 25. You can't have him when he's 30. You can't have him at 35. So he can't be 40 years old. And you need to recognize how that applies to you on the dating scene. Meaning when you go into a bar And you're 45, for example, does it work for you or against you? It's mostly in your hands because you are the oddball, nines out of 10. But guess what? If you're a male, can't none of them dudes be 45. So what is it that's fly about a 45-year-old or somebody who's seen the globe for that long? What is it that you have that a young buck can't touch. You see? You need to know that and play on that. It needs to be evident. I say this to myself. At the end of a season, at the end of a career, Michael Jordan is going to be Michael Jordan. Meaning, there are different games where guys will play better. Maybe for a season, somebody plays just as well. But over the entirety of a career, that tall standard and amazing talent and unwavering focus is going to come out on top in the long run. It's obvious. It'll always be obvious. He will always separate himself in the long run. Not if you watch for five minutes, then maybe somebody puts on a run right quick. But for an entirety of a career, Michael Jordan is going to be Michael Jordan. You can't hide that talent. You can't hide a winner like that. It's him. He's it. So you have to be no different. Accentuate what comes along with who you are, with your demographic. Hey, it depends how strong you see it. Whatever it is, there's a positive feature in it somewhere. But you have to have the awareness to recognize it. You have to believe it because you don't believe it is nothing. If it's flimsy, you're going to be flimsy. Your conviction is going to be flimsy. In an environment where you stick out and now you're at the bar, you're the old guy at the bar, and you're getting tossed around and stepped on and smothered by the environment. You ain't supposed to be there. They know you ain't supposed to be there. You may as well run out. That's how all this works. So as an artist, I know that they can never have a catalog like I have. He could dedicate the next five years recording songs. But I know 
he ain't never 40. He ain't never 35. You can't catch him in this phase here where he was he was a, a menace, a troll character where he would take people up head on. Then you can't catch him in this phase where he had a more reflective style, where he catered to a certain audience a little more. Then you can't catch him when he's out of that and he's this tall, I done done it before type character. You don't have him in all them pockets, all them phases that a normal person goes through throughout their life and career. He's in one place. He ain't been around long enough and had the taste to have been into 80s pop. Michael Jackson, Madonna, go through the 90s of hardcore rap and East Coast rap when it was really big on the map. And then catch him in the 2000s as styles transition. You don't have him on a go-go track. You don't have him understanding rock and understand how he really did like it way back in the day. It's not a new thing. When he listens to Beat It, he hears the rock and that. He hears the pop and that and understands he always had that in him. He doesn't have that because he's new. He's fresh. But as someone who's been around that long, number one, you need to recognize that you have all that in you and understand how it all connects. It always goes back to reflection. So you have features in you that you believe are supposed to work against you. And maybe they are by societal norms. But hey, that means you ain't fly enough yet. You got what you want. You're sticking out in the room. You got something nobody else got. But you see it as a deficiency. When you can reverse that, now you're cooking. So that flyness type doesn't beat that. Nines out of ten. Aura type doesn't beat that. Within reason, I mean, there are extremes. You're not going to have some straight female willing to do anything with a non-straight female because she's fly. She can hang with her, but there are limitations. Like, you can't expect to fully flip people. But some people may, you know, who knows? And someone around me, Nah Murder, used to say this. People don't know what they want till you show it to them. Meaning, chances are that person just has not met anyone who shattered the mold, shattered the norm, and made their situation, made their stance and their standing make more sense than what they thought did. But even more so than that, be kind, be pleasant, and be great. Freeze this, freeze that.